Welcome to Analyzing with Abby, the podcast where we discuss true crime, conspiracies, social justice issues, anti-MLM, and more. If any of these topics interest you, please subscribe and follow me on Instagram at Analyzing with Abby. Today, we'll be talking about the case of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. This case has a twist that no one could have seen coming. Gypsy was the victim of Munchausen by proxy. Munchausen by proxy is a psychological disorder in which a caregiver fabricates or induces illness on those in their care. In this case, the abuse was brought onto Gypsy by her own mother. In order to understand this case best, we need to start at the beginning. Claudine, or Dee Dee Petrie, was 24 when she met 17-year-old Rod Blanchard. After dating for just three months, Dee Dee became pregnant. Although Rod was unsure about their relationship, they got married because he believed it was the right thing to do. However, he left after only three months of marriage. In July 1991, Dee Dee gave birth to Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Although Gypsy was born healthy, at just three months old, Dee Dee began making claims about Gypsy's health. She said that Gypsy was suffering from sleep apnea, and despite multiple tests showing no signs of the condition, Dee Dee remained convinced. When Gypsy was growing up, Dee Dee made a variety of claims about Gypsy's health, including that she required a feeding tube, had muscular dystrophy, a chromosomal disorder, hearing and vision problems, digestion issues, epilepsy, and leukemia. She also claimed that Gypsy had a limited mental capacity. When Rod was around, he never saw any signs of these conditions, but he trusted Dee Dee because she had previously worked in the medical field. When Gypsy was seven or eight years old, she was involved in a minor motorcycle accident. Despite only suffering an abrasion to the knee, Dee Dee said her injuries were much more severe, and from that point on, Gypsy was confined to a wheelchair. In 2005, Hurricane Katrina destroyed their home, and Dee Dee and Gypsy moved from New Orleans to Springfield, Missouri. They moved into a home built by Habitat for Humanity with special modifications to be wheelchair accessible. Dee Dee appeared to be a loving mother, and it appeared to everyone around them that the two had a sweet mother-daughter relationship. Gypsy even called her mother her best friend. When it came to Gypsy's medical conditions, she was often able to persuade doctors to give her any medications or operations that she claimed were necessary. If a doctor refused or asked too many questions, she would move on and find a different doctor. Some of the medications Gypsy was taking induced symptoms of other conditions doctors thought they were treating. Dee Dee put numbing cream on Gypsy's gums, making her drool excessively, and was able to convince a surgeon to remove her salivary glands. Eventually, Gypsy's teeth began to rot and were removed. All of Gypsy's medical records were destroyed in Hurricane Katrina, making it easier for Dee Dee to make claims without records to back them up. Doctors typically trust mothers to be the most reliable source when it comes to the health of their children. They are rarely trained to look out for syndromes such as Munchausen by proxy because it is so rare. Dee Dee took Gypsy to local hospitals over 100 times between 2005 and 2014. Gypsy had around 30 unnecessary surgeries in her life. Dee Dee instructed Gypsy not to speak to doctors, 
and if they spoke to her directly or asked questions, Dee Dee would step in and say that she was mentally handicapped and couldn't understand. One doctor noticed some inconsistencies when he spoke to a physician who had previously seen Gypsy. He became suspicious and made a report, but it was never followed up on. In 2009, an anonymous caller reported Dee Dee to social services, but after investigating, they concluded that Gypsy seemed genuinely happy and the file was closed. Dee Dee had a lawyer draw up papers saying that Gypsy was mentally incompetent, so she knew even if she spoke up, no one would believe her. Unfortunately, many social workers are overworked and can be working on 20 to 30 cases at a time. The system as a whole failed Gypsy, but the social workers in this case are not necessarily at fault. Rod and Christy, Gypsy's father and stepmother, always wanted to be a part of Gypsy's life, but Dee Dee did her best to keep them away. She told Gypsy that her father didn't love her and wanted nothing to do with her. When they sent gifts for holidays or her birthday, Dee Dee would wrap them herself and give them to Gypsy and say that she had gotten them for her. Oftentimes, when they would plan to visit, Dee Dee would call at the last minute and cancel. Dee Dee did everything in her power to keep Gypsy unaware of as much as possible. Gypsy never completed any school past the second grade, because according to Dee Dee, Gypsy's mental age never progressed beyond a seven or eight-year-old. Gypsy slowly started attempting to stand up to her mother and question things. One of the events that led her to be suspicious was when she found papers in a safe that documented her real age. Dee Dee had always told Gypsy that she was several years younger than she really was. Dee Dee explained these documents away by telling Gypsy that it was just a typo. Dee Dee even told Rod not to mention Gypsy's age when he called to wish her a happy birthday, claiming it would upset Gypsy to know her real age. When Gypsy was a teenager, she created secret accounts online and socialized without Dee Dee's knowledge. In 2011, Gypsy made a plan to run away with a man she met online. He offered to let her live with him, and they met up at a sci-fi convention that Dee Dee brought Gypsy to. However, once Gypsy made it to his house, Dee Dee found her in just four hours. She brought her back home and smashed her cell phone and computer and beat her with a coat hanger. In 2012, Gypsy joined a dating website by using her mother's computer after she had gone to sleep. On this site, she met a man named Nicholas Godijon. Their relationship progressed quickly, as Gypsy was craving the attention of a man to be her Prince Charming. Nick encouraged Gypsy to be more intimate with him online and participate in elements of BDSM. Nicholas told Gypsy that he had multiple personalities, and Gypsy created her own personalities to partner with his. They began planning a future together, and in 2015, they met in person for the first time. Gypsy made a plan to meet Nick at a movie theater and stage it as though they did not know each other previously. She took money from her mother and bought Nick a bus ticket, and even sent him clothes to wear when they met. Dee Dee took Gypsy to see Cinderella, and Nick came up and introduced himself to Gypsy. Dee Dee was immediately suspicious as to who this man was and why he was seeing Cinderella by himself. The plan was not working out as Gypsy had hoped. During the movie, Gypsy told her mother she needed to use the bathroom, and there she met up with Nick 
and lost her virginity in the movie theater bathroom. After this, the two continued their relationship online and talked about their plans for the future. Gypsy was gaining confidence in standing up to Dee Dee and asked to have her feeding tube removed because she knew she didn't need it. When Dee Dee refused, Gypsy decided she had had enough. It was at this time that Gypsy decided to ask Nicholas to kill her mother. He agreed, and the two proceeded to make plans to murder Dee Dee. Nick told Gypsy that one of his personalities, Victor, who according to Nick was a 500-year-old vampire, would commit the murder. Nick said that Victor had certain conditions, one of which was that he wanted to rape Dee Dee after he murdered her. Gypsy refused and said that he could rape her instead. On June 9th, 2015, Nick returned to Springfield. He instructed Gypsy to shave all of her body hair to be ready for Victor. That night, after Dee Dee went to sleep, Nick, or Victor, as he called himself, arrived at the Blanchard house. When he entered, Gypsy handed him duct tape, gloves, and a knife. Gypsy then went into the bathroom and covered her ears. Nick brutally murdered Dee Dee by stabbing her 17 times. He then violently raped Gypsy. When the attack was over, the two took $4,000 cash that was in the house and took a cab to a nearby hotel. After staying at the hotel for a few days, they took a bus back to Nick's home in Wisconsin, where he lived with his parents. At this point, they thought they had gotten away with the crime. Gypsy grew concerned that no one would find her mother's body. She couldn't stand the thought of her body just laying there, so she decided to do something that would draw attention. Gypsy logged on to the Facebook page that she shared with Dee Dee and made two very disturbing posts. These posts are very vulgar, so I will be censoring them. The first post reads, That bee is dead. And the second, I effing slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet, innocent daughter. Her scream was so effing loud, lol. These posts obviously caused immediate concern. Some friends went to the Blanchard house to investigate, but after seeing that their car was still in the driveway and getting no answer at the door, they called 911. After obtaining a search warrant, the police entered the house and discovered the bloody crime scene. Their first priority was to find Gypsy. They believed she had been kidnapped and wouldn't survive long without her medications. One of Gypsy's neighbors, Aaliyah, who Gypsy had confided in about her relationship with Nick, told the police everything she knew. The police traced the IP address of the posts made on Dee Dee and Gypsy's Facebook page and found that it came from Nick's house in Wisconsin. The next day, Gypsy Rose Blanchard and Nicholas Godijohn were taken into custody on charges of murder. The sheriff announced to the public that Gypsy had been found safe, but that, quote, things are not always what they appear, end quote. He explained that Gypsy had never been sick and was able to walk. At first, Gypsy denied having anything to do with Dee Dee's murder. She acted shocked and even broke down in tears when a detective told her she was dead. However, it soon became apparent to Gypsy that there is more than enough evidence to prove what had really happened. She accepted a plea deal and was charged with second-degree murder and sentenced to 10 years in prison. As for Nicholas, he was charged with first-degree murder 
and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Gypsy is currently serving her sentence at the Chillicothe Correctional Center. She says that she is thriving in prison and feels more free in prison than living with her mother. After reflecting back on what happened, Gypsy is glad to be free of her mother, but ultimately regrets what she did. When asked if she feels that on some level what she did was justified, she responded, quote, No, nothing justifies murder, end quote. She now maintains regular contact with Rod and Christy and has developed a passion for photography and cosmetology and is studying for her GED. She also developed a relationship with a man she met after he reached out to her following the release of the documentary Mommy, Dead, and Dearest. The two announced their engagement in April 2019 and plan to get married once Gypsy is released from prison. She will be eligible for parole in 2024. This has been the case of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. There is so much information on this case, and I wasn't able to include every detail in this podcast, so if you're curious, I encourage you to do your own research. Thank you so much for listening and analyzing with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe and leave a review, and I'll talk to you in the next one.